All right, folks, welcome in. This is MCU Edge, and I'm your host, Jake Allenbogen. We are going to be talking about D23. I'll give my thoughts on what I feel about the uh, the new Marvel announcements, things I like, things I didn't like, and uh, everything will be open to you know coming in here and you know giving your thoughts as well at any point. If you haven't already, you can sign up for a call-in account, and you can actually call right into the show. Um, I have no problem bringing anybody on to give their thoughts, but let's start with the the big one, at least for me. Uh, one that you know just comes away, one that really stood out to me was Secret Invasion. Um, really excited about that because one, it feels like finally Nick Fury is getting his own standalone project, and that that's really exciting in my opinion, um, because I mean we all know about you know, Samuel Jackson, how great he is. So it's not like anything, you know, is surprising with him as a, you know, a focal point. He can obviously handle a giant role, but it, it, it's nice to see him in more of the main character role, if you will. Um, in addition to that, you know, there are some other things that, that came out, you know, in that, that show, that, that trailer. And I mean, we don't know for sure. We do not know if, you know, Misty is going to be a part of that. Um, Misty Knight, for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, she was in a few different Netflix um, Marvel shows, but she was, you know, famously known for being in, uh, you know, the Defenders show and uh, Luke Cage. And she, I believe, appears in that that trailer. Um, She's the one holding the gun or looking at the gun. I don't know if it's her for sure, but it, it looked like her. And so that was cool. Martin Freeman's character appears in it. Um, we do get, and I don't know what her character is going to be, but we do get Amelia Clark, uh, who is obviously beloved by so many. And, you know, we get Amelia Clark in the MCU. Now she has a completely different look than what you probably are expecting her to look like you know being Daenerys Targaryen and uh, Game of Thrones and uh, Kira and Star Wars the you know the solo story um you know I just feel like getting her in there is going to be a huge asset uh for the show Uh, I'm actually pretty excited to see her I'm excited to see her I'm excited to see Nick Fury and what's really going to be interesting about this show Secret Invasion is that, you know, Nick Fury, we don't know how long he's been off-world. Because the beginning of the trailer starts off with him coming back to Earth. Literally. So, I, I mean, we do not know how long he was in that base. And that actually is really interesting, um, you know, there. We get part of the trailer, which, you know, basically Maria Hill, played by Kobe Smulders, is questioning why all of a sudden Nick Fury is answering her call when he wasn't answering her calls before. And so that kind of gives us a little bit, you know, some context clues, right? Gives us some idea of, okay, Nick Fury's been avoiding people. I don't know why. We don't know for how long, but he has been avoiding people. So, you know, that offers its own thing in itself. Then you have that whole new villain that looks like the evil scroll. 
because the secret invasion, it's not just all the scrolls, it's the good scrolls, the bad scrolls, and then the people that aren't scrolls. You do see Talos, who confronts this guy. There's a lot of different things going on. The way the trailer was produced, it felt way bigger than just a Disney Plus show. It felt kind of like James Bond-esque. Like, I got the vibe of, like, a, a Skyfall, right? I got the vibe of No Time to Die. But mainly Skyfall. It just, I don't know. It, it kind of gave me that vibe, spy thriller, which is really what it is. Um, what's up, Julio? The news that really excited me is the third ride is coming. Avenger Campus is going to have King Thanos. I heard about that. That's really interesting, um, you know, because I heard that that's going to be a multiverse ride. And like you said, King Thanos. And there's no reason why, since they don't have, and keep this in mind, this is actually pretty important. They don't have rights to the comic characters, right? Um, I don't know if it's, you know, Thanos or whatever, but Disney has the, the cinematic rights. Like, they don't have the rights for, like, you know, the comic Spider-Man. That's why the comic Spider-Man is in, you know, what is it, Universal? You know? So that becomes interesting because what basically what I'm implying is King Thanos is probably going to show up at some point. Like, you wouldn't just put that out there if, you know, like, I think King Thanos shows up at some point. And I could be wrong. I mean, you know, rides are basically kind of like spin-off stories in which, especially at Disney, we've seen it all the time. Rides are like spin-off stories that you really never get to see expanded upon, but I mean, who knows? And I don't want to say never get to see expanded upon because, I mean, they, they've turned rides into movies. Just a, just one ride. I mean, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, you know, Haunted Mansion, all that. So, can't really say that for sure, but you get my point. Typically, rides are just rides. But I do find it interesting, like you brought up the King Thanos thing. But yeah, I'm I'm just going back to Secret Invasion. I'm really thrilled about it. I think it's really going to kill it. I think it's going to be very important. And it, it's considered a crossover spy thriller event. Um, I almost felt like it could have been a movie, but I'm not complaining about having additional content. I don't know. I think at the end of the day, this is going to be one of the best Disney Plus shows. I think we'll be looking back on that for sure. It's going to go into Armor Wars. Rhodey is in it, so we'll see how. So we'll see how he's used, um, with that. But yeah, I'm very excited for for Secret Wars. Moving on, I want to talk about Ant Man Quantum Mania, um, Ant Man the Wasp Quantum Mania. So I've been told. Um, so yeah, Ant Man three. Basically, we've gotten some leaked, uh, you know, descriptions and all that from D twenty three. That you know, we're not going to get a trailer anytime soon, but we did get some sort of plot leak, and essentially, uh, Scott Lang has to go into the quantum realm to kind of do you know a witch hunt or whatever. And, you know, time heist, whatever you want to call it, and go after and try to retrieve something out of the quantum realm uh, for 
Kang the Conqueror. Now, this is interesting because, you know, why would Kang want him to go into the quantum realm to retrieve something? That really makes me wonder. First off, we know he's, you know, he's basically not just asking. He's telling him to do it. And he has an ultimatum. He takes Cassie Lang. So Cassie Lang will probably be kidnapped. It's probably why she was recast. She's going to have a huge role. Uh, so because of that, Scott Lang's going to go into the quantum realm. But what my question for anyone that's listening is what do we think he's going into the quantum realm for? Because I feel like he isn't stealing something. He might be stealing someone. And I'm thinking he might be going after Ravona Renslayer, but that's just me. I don't know, you know, if she's in there or whatever. I don't know if he has to go back in time, but I feel like it has something to do with Ravona Renslayer. That's what I think. Could be wrong. Absolutely been wrong before, but definitely, uh, definitely curious with that one. And we won't get more information on that. We don't even have a trailer, but wanted to at least mention it. Um, Black Panther. Uh, well, kind of forever. I understand a lot of people wanted T'Challa recast. Um, and I'll be honest with you, like that type of character, like having T'Challa not in it is really hard, but I think they're doing the best they can. And I am excited to see, you know, how that, that whole thing works out. Um, you know, I, I am excited for that. I'm excited to see, because I think, Adding another level of the MCU, you know, with the whole aspect of Namor, I think it's going to go over well. Um, I mean, we'll see if the the rumored Doctor Doom appearance, whether it's in during the movie or, or post credit, is in the movie. But uh, you know, I, I think regardless, this movie as a whole is going to be good. It's going to be important for you know really building up, in my opinion, building up Ironheart before she has a show we've seen it go both ways and i do feel like that you know when you look at everything that we've seen anyway um i felt like miss marvel could have you know actually not used but miss marvel could have had it helped a little bit you know if, if she showed up in a in a pre like a a previous Marvel project. I think that definitely could have helped her out a little bit. Um, you know, so that that's what I would say there. Um, but I'm excited for it. It's not the most excited I am for anything um, because I'm very much excited for, uh, you know, the Kang saga to kick off because we really haven't had that kick off yet. <clears throat> um and, uh, you know, this is the end of Phase 4, to be fair. So, it's almost here. I mean, we're almost at the Kang Dynasty. You know, it's going to take a little bit, but we're almost there. So, you know, I think... Um, I don't know. I, I think with the, the announcements, I was a little underwhelmed because I thought there would be more to it. But... You know, we we have we still have others to go. I'm not just saying that that's it, but that's uh, those are the first two I wanted to to point out. Now, 
And the park announcement, like you mentioned, you know that that was a that was a cool thing there. And now, you know, we just talked about two things. We talked about Ant-Man Quantumania, which Paul Rudd basically described as it being bananas. And I believe it will. Uh, Secret Invasion. I mean, going to be pretty crazy. And then we got something. Um, well, we didn't, but D23. They finished it up with the Marvels. And there was footage shown of, you know, action, some comedic value in that. Um, Flurkin, you know, the, the, you know, goose, the, the Flurkin. And, uh, it basically confirmed that the entire point of the Marvels, not saying that won't have a villain because I know it's going to, but the entire point of the Marvels is to have Miss Marvel, uh, Monica Rambo. And Captain Marvel, every time they use their power, have it, like, intertwined. So one gets teleported to where the other is, and then the other one gets teleported to where the other is. It's a really interesting concept. And I'm very curious how they're going to do it um, and how they're going to, you know, break that kind of trance that they're stuck in. Um, Then in addition to that, because there's not a ton to talk about since we didn't get any trailer on that. We also got information on the Thunderbolts, which is very exciting. We found out uh, the Thunderbolts team is going to be Valentina, Allegra, Dave Fontaine, uh, Red Guardian, which absolutely shocked me, Ghost, Taskmaster, John Walker, a.k.a. U.S. Agent, um, Yelena Belova, and, of course, Winter Soldier. So, basically, Feige teased the idea that it tells you all you need to know about the Thunderbolts when the beloved Winter Soldier is the most stable among them. So this is really very much along the same lines as the Suicide Squad. I would argue they're a little bit better than the Suicide Squad, a little bit better people. Uh, you know, obviously, Suicide Squad has people that are, you know, just murdering people left and right, just like a peacemaker. But in reality, you know, I do think, like, Winter Soldier's a good guy you know he just was programmed by the russians um you know yelena belova is kind of in a crossroads i mean she misses her sister she's trying to fit in she's trying to find her path i get it john walker we saw at the end of falcon winter soldier like john walker is convinced he's fighting for the good guys so he's trying to get a redemption story going uh you know, Taskmaster, I mean, I didn't get the vibe Taskmaster was bad either. And Ghost, <clears throat> the last time we saw Ghost in a,
we did see his head was transforming and all of that. Um, so not really sure, you know, how that's going to go. But, and then we also had Daredevils, uh, Daredevil Born Again. Vincent D'Onofrio was on stage with Charlie Cox um, right after the Echo promotion. Matt Murdock is is going to be, um, you know, Daredevil, of course, and, you know, in She-Hulk. So they'll show that. There was no footage of the show, uh, you know, shown um, because no one has filmed it yet. D'Onofrio is going to be in the series, though. He'll be wearing, you know, a bandage over his eye because he got shot. Echo is going to be... I don't really, to be honest with you, I still don't get the point of Echo, but they'll fake, you know, they'll tell us, they'll, they'll give us a reason. It sounds to me like it's another Daredevil show. It's going to be like introducing Daredevil. So that's something. Um, Loki and Fantastic Four were talked about a little bit. Loki 2, Loki season 2, there was a teaser trailer. Um, basically, we saw Loki. Um, we didn't see it, but like the description of it was that Loki is now back at the TVA where we saw him and he's trying to warn everybody about Kang and how Kang's coming. So, you know, there's that. And keep in mind, this is the interesting thing here. Loki was not brought in at the end of Loki's, uh, you know, season one. Keep in mind, that universe of which Loki is in right then and there, he was not brought in as, you know, a variant. He was not brought in as a criminal. So they're just like, where the hell did you come from? So that keep that that is an interesting dynamic here because he wasn't brought in as a criminal. That might change, but at the moment he wasn't brought in as a criminal, so he's not going to be treated as such. Uh, Matt Shackman was announced as the official director of Fantastic Four. He also directed WandaVision, was fantastic. Uh, so really excited to see what he does. Fantastic Four, we are pretty far away from getting an actual. Uh, cast. They did not announce it. I don't think it's really that big of a deal either. Like, I can wait for Fantastic Four. Unfortunately, we didn't get Spider-Man. We didn't get Deadpool. Um, so I'll talk more about that, you know, in a little bit. But wanted to throw out, we did get Ironheart mentioned. Of course, unless you're in the building, you didn't really get to see anything because there were clips of Riri uh, Williams, you know, building her suit. Um, but aside from that, you know, we didn't really get to see anything. So Ironheart will have the hood in it. Um, that's about all we know, you know, basically, you know, there's that. And then last but not least, we have Werewolf by Night, a special Marvel Studios presentation, as they put it, coming to Disney Plus in October. It is essentially a whatever you want to call it, Halloween, spooky season, whatever you want to call it special. And it's a short film. It's shot entirely in black and white. It's going to look like the Twilight Zone. Um, It's making fun of those like monster movies from like the thirties and forties in a way, paying homage, but also kind of making fun of it. Um, So man thing is actually in it. And you could see man thing in the trailer. For those of you who don't know, Man-Thing was actually one of the first projects, Marvel projects Kevin Feige actually worked on, so that's interesting. 
And then on top of that, um, we do hear we do see werewolf by night. So it is one of those. I guess there's some horror elements to it. I don't think it's going to be ultra like gory or anything like that. Um, you know, it's not meant to do that. But you know, it's going to be. It's a different tone for sure for what we're used to for a Disney Plus show. So or Disney Plus special. So I do think that's something. It it definitely looks like it's going to be fun. But yeah, I I just think uh when you you look at everything, I felt that this D23 was a disappointment. And I don't know if everyone feels the same and you guys know I love the MCU. I give the MCU a lot of praise. Um, you know, I defend it a lot. But I don't know how you can't think it's a disappointment when they really didn't announce much that was already announced at Comic-Con. I mean, it just felt kind of repetitive. And, like, sure, don't get me wrong, we saw a trailer for Werewolf by Night. We got the trailer for, you know, Secret Invasion. But aside from that, it's like, it seems like if you weren't at D23, you really didn't get a whole lot from this. Uh, there was no Spider-Man announcement. No, and, and I didn't think there there was going to be until Spider-Man showed up on the, you know, that poster. Um, so no Spider-Man announcement. No X-Men announcement. We won't see them for a very long time. That's all we know. So probably like Phase 7. Um, you know, so so no announcement for those two. No Deadpool announcement, which Deadpool 3 eventually, like, you have to hope is, like, being worked on. I mean, it just, it, it's been way too long. There's no reason why, you know, there shouldn't be another one. But anyway, so Deadpool, no announcement there. Uh, there was no announcement about World War Hulk. There was no announcement about, you know, really anything that people were really wanting. The only thing that was announced that maybe people didn't expect uh you know was at comic-con they didn't announce anything during this presentation that you didn't at least have an idea was coming out and for the most part everything was already announced they just you know werewolf by night was was already in development and everything but very i want to say very underwhelming um and that's okay you know obviously like, I wasn't there. If I paid money, I'd be a little annoyed. But I wasn't there. I just looked at, you know, looked at the news, followed it, tried to retweet and repost all that. But, you know, aside from that, I mean, it, it just wasn't all that great. One complaint I heard is that there are super soldiers. Um... So, Julio, in, in regards like to that, what complaint, what is that towards? I'm curious. Yep, the Fantastic Four fan casting continues. It does look like it'll be fun to watch. Foggy doubles down from Comic-Con. Yeah. D23 was underwhelming. Secret Invasion was probably the best thing they showed. Thunderbolt's cast, a little weird as well. Well, I think it's a huge opportunity for Florence Pugh to really kind of establish herself in the MCU. Um, I think she did, but, you know, it'll give that opportunity. 
Don't be surprised if we see Kate Bishop in the Thunderbolts. I would not be surprised if she shows up. She's not going to be a member, but I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up. The weird thing is, all of these shows and all of these projects and movies, etc., and there's not really anything on Kate Bishop. You know, there's stuff on, you know, Wanda. There's stuff on Loki. You know, are we going to get a Hawkeye season two? Was that a one-off? Felt like a one-off. But it's like, when are we going to see Kate Bishop in a show or, or a movie? You know, that was something that I thought was kind of interesting. I was not expecting Red Guardian. But you know what? I think Red Guardian was entirely thrown in there because they don't have uh, the man that played Thaddeus Ross, sadly, because he passed away. Rest in peace to him. Um, I totally forgot his name, and that, otherwise I would say it. But they don't have him anymore because he passed away. So they can't... I mean, they could, but you're not going to recast Thaddeus Ross after he's been Thaddeus Ross since 2008, you know? I just don't see how you could do that. He was in almost every movie. Uh, he was going to be the Red Hulk, you know? It's just really upsetting, but um, really unfortunate. Would have been a great option there. Red Hulk would have been perfect, but, you know. I mean, I don't hate the Red Guardian casting. What I think the Red Guardian casting is doing, why I think Red Guardian was added is they want it to have some humor and I feel like all of those characters are relatively serious so I feel like having Red Guardian is going to give it some humor because you've got to have your, your humor guy I mean you, you see it with Suicide Squad you know and the Peacemaker show you, you got to have you got to have that humor guy in those type of like you know that type of like team. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I could totally see that. That's why, you know, they, they got him. So Baron Zemo not being in the Thunderbolts tells me Baron Zemo might be who the Thunderbolts are after. Um, Baron Zemo might be even worse than the Thunderbolts, even though they kind of teased him being a good guy or whatever, or turning, um, Zemo still Zemo still doesn't have his family still is really pissed off. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being the antagonist of Thunderbolts. I'm not saying he will, but I wouldn't be surprised. Unsure how the Thunderbolts are going to go down. I mean, I assume they're going to be like fake heroes. Um, or like they're going to be thinking they're heroes. And then in reality, they're doing stuff that's bad. And you know, Miss Fontaine is behind it, but I don't even know. Yeah, I agree with that. Master of Evil. You know, I just... I think... This next phase is going to be very interesting where we're going. Um, possibilities are seemingly endless because, I mean, you got the multiverse, right? I don't know if they're going to explore the multiverse 
but uh, like on the level that some people want, but I'm okay with that. I do like what they have though. You start off with Quantumania in February of, you know, February 17th of 2023. Then Secret Invasion is going to be spring 2023. Summer 2023 is Echo. May 5th, so before summer, we get Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. You got Loki Season 2 and Summer of 2023 as well. July 28th, 2023 is The Marvels. Fall 2023 is Ironheart. November 3rd, 2023 is Blade. Agatha Coven of Chaos is a winter 2023 slash 2024 date listing. Daredevil in spring of 2024. And then you get the Captain America movie, New World Order, which is going to be really interesting there. Um, Which I honestly think Spider-Man might show up in that. But, you know, that's my thoughts there uh you know may 3rd 2024 and then june 26 2024 to wrap up phase five is the thunderbolts and then you go into uh the next phase which is you know phase six so that's how it is right now plenty can be you know there, there's plenty of stuff that can be announced in between that because it's 2024, July 28th for the Thunderbolts. And then the next thing on the Marvel, and obviously more stuff will come because they're not going to wait until November of 2024. Um, there'll probably be more Disney Plus shows released in 2024. But uh, the next thing would be Fantastic Four in November 8th. And then winter 2024, there is you know a slot. Fall 2024, fall 2024 slots there and then spring 2025 winter 2025 spring 2025 and then you get may 2nd 2025 is the kang dynasty avengers um then you get summer 2025 two slots there and then november 7th is going to wrap up phase six with avengers secret wars seems crazy that movie is going to be so long but I don't know, man. Also, Winter Soldier and the Thunderbolts. Wasn't he trying to get away from being an anti-hero in Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I'm just confused a little bit with the direction they are going with Bucky Barnes. I am too. Um, So, my only guess... Uh, Dr. Dingus is that it was sold to him in a way that he did not know what was going to happen. And I think that's honestly what we're getting at. I don't think Miss Fontaine is going to be upfront about anything. So I think you can expect a lot of, you know, unfortunate moments in this where Bucky kind of thinks he's in for something. He's asked to be the captain of it, like take over this team. And he feels, like, good about it, and then he realizes it's not, like, what he wants. It is weird. Oh, absolutely. It's 100% weird. You know, and I have no issue with Bucky being in it, but I'm just, I'm confused. Are we not going to go down the the White Wolf saga? You know, are we not going to go down that arc? Because... I wanted to see him become the White Wolf. That's what I wanted to see. 
I, I didn't really want him to be in the Thunder. Like when I first found out he was in the Thunderbolts, I was a little, I don't want to say skeptical, but I was kind of like hoping it wasn't going to be the case, you know, because it's not that he can't do it, but like you said, it just does that wash away the redemption aspect of it. You know, I mean, like I said, we, we have no idea how the Thunderbolts is going to go. We don't know how they're going to portray anything. So, I mean, if, if they end up making it as if like these all, you know, these, this group, uh, you know, Allegra de Fontaine, like she basically, you know, talks them into signing up thinking it's one thing and it's a different thing, you know, or is it going to be like, are they going to be good? Like, that that's the question. I mean, really, they're Marvel Suicide Squad. Let's be honest here. But the you know the people they chose to be in this group, it's at least interesting to say the least. I am once again, I am surprised that you know you're not gonna get um, you're not gonna see Zemo in it. I mean, he'll probably be in the show, uh, the movie, but you're not seeing him in, in the group. I mean, I I just think it's it's really interesting there. Um, I just feel like you know they could go a different way with it because in the comic books, I mean, you know, they're not like they're not a hero team. You know, they're they're a group of villains brought together by Baron Zemo to take over and exploit the absence of the Avengers and Fantastic Four, you know. And so that's kind of the thing there is that they're they're not trying to save people. Like, essentially, they're out for themselves type deal. Um, But I I don't know. I don't know. If Bucky's in it, then which he is, then I mean there has to be something there where they like he wouldn't just like you said he wouldn't just go back to you know being bad. But I, it's hard to tell. I'm wondering how much the Thunderbolts are going to impact the MCU. Because I truly have no idea. I think it's a really cool concept there. I think they have something there. I think it's a good idea to definitely add to, you know, that take advantage of that. But I'm really curious to see where it goes. Um... Well, Dr. Dingus, I'll say this, okay? I think Brie Larson is a good Captain Marvel. I don't think she gets enough credit. That's the first thing I'll say. The second thing is that I think she is a little... She's somebody who, like, does like attention, obviously. And, I, I mean, who, you know, a lot of people do, so who doesn't? But I do feel like saying something like that kind of puts her out there. So I don't think she had an issue being quoted on that. But I also think it could be a contract thing. I mean, you, you know how it is with, with Marvel. You know, guys go, like, 
Guys like, you know, Chris Hemsworth, right? So cool with being able to to play Thor for the next 10, 20 years, whatever. Like, he said he wanted to play Thor forever. And now he's like, yeah, but I don't I don't know. Maybe I, I won't be back. And it's like, man, he's not saying that unless, you know, he is trying to drive up the, the asking price or trying to negotiate. I just feel like it's a lot of that. You know, Tom Holland, same thing. It's not necessarily Tom Holland. It's the agent advice. But, you know, Tom Holland says, you know, he wants to play Spider-Man for another 10 years. Now, all of a sudden, they're like, well, he might take some time away. I just feel like it, it's a common theme we see. So I don't read too much into Brie Larson's comments because we see it all the time where they're like, yeah, you know, I might take some time. And they come back and, you know, they're like, oh, they didn't leave. I mean, the we'll see about Robert Downey Jr. We'll see, like, what happens. What could be really interesting, like, we have no idea how this is all going to fit, like, you know, how it's going to end. Secret Wars could, like, change everything. I mean, I'm not saying they'll do it. And I'm not saying I want it to happen. But what if there was the possibility that we're missing here that basically what they could do is they could just be like, you know what? Screw it. We're going to basically make it so, you know, during Secret Wars, some sort of time travel, whatever. After the, the battle, it brings like Robert Downey Jr.'s you know, Tony Stark back. I'm not saying I'm for that because I like the finality of his death. I thought it was perfect and, you know, it made a lot of sense. But when you think about it, and keep this in mind, when you think about it, (laughs) him, you know, dying was because of Kang. He who remains wanted to kill him because he was a threat. He was considered a threat. That's why the Avengers beat Thanos. So that's something to keep in mind. What's up, Jordan? That's something to keep in mind. Like, they might actually... I'm not saying they will, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went with that angle where it was like, once they beat Kang, it, like, reverses all of the original sacred timeline stuff. Jordan, you're uh, you're on mute. Yeah, well, you know that that's how I see it. I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen, but <laughs> they watered down Daredevil. Yeah, I figured that though. I figured All they the would. All the Netflix shows are dead. I, I mean, was we have there at D23. Wait, you were there? Yes. So you you well, they didn't show any like clips, right? No, no, they did not. Yeah, I They just... only showed the Loki season 2, the uh trailer for that. The Werewolf by Night trailer, the Echo trailer. Uh, crap. What? What's the other one? Secret Invasion. They showed Secret Invasion? 
the uh well I think everybody's seen the uh the trailer for that one. The bad guy will be the dude from Bridgerton. But uh Yeah. I mean Well the the guy from Bridgerton I think is in Secret Invasion. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, certain Avengers are scrolls. Are scrolls? Is that what you said? Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry about that, oh, man. No, you're fine. I I couldn't hear you that well. All right, so, so all right, let's let's play prediction game. All right, who who of the Avengers are scrolls? I think Captain America. Okay. Now, my my question here, and if anybody can answer this, let me know, but do scrolls take over the power of the person they're, uh, you know, they're imitating? Because that's, that's what we got to ask ourselves. Like, if, if they don't, then there's no way they would be worthy. Uh, you know, to to be Captain America. There's no way that they would be able to play Thor. There's no way they could be Spider. You know what I mean? So that's something that becomes really interesting, right? Because if if they don't, you know, then it really does limit who is a scroll. I know from you know the comics. There's the the comic. Uh, the comic book cover, there's like Avengers, like half face and then half like a scrawl face. But it is something to keep in mind uh, because, you know, we, we just don't really know. You know what I mean? We, we don't know if they can do that. Well, unless Jordan, do you know? I mean, like, I don't I don't think they can like they shape shift. I don't think they can take over the abilities of who they shape shift. Well, I I mean, we're about to find out. Like, whenever Secret Invasion comes out, that that will tell us most of what they can do. Because if they can do that, then they become pretty damn powerful, you would think. Yeah. It becomes really interesting at that point. Anyone in here think that or, or know anything about that? Did they were they able to imitate and like steal powers in the the comics? I mean, I don't know too much about it. I didn't read all the comics. I, I've read a, a handful. I've been really into the you know the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That doesn't mean I'm not interested. Obviously, the source material is cool, but you know. So, I, I mean, that's that's certainly something, though. Because, like I said, I mean, if they can if they can steal powers, now we're talking a completely different game. Everything's changed at that point. So, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I don't think they're going to be scroll. I, I think, well, I think Fury, we're going to find out he's been a scroll the majority of the time we've seen him on screen. But I think that's kind of what they were t- like alluding to. 
Also, uh, about the Thunderbolts, the Thunderbolts are just basically Black Widow 2. Okay. That, I mean, that makes sense. Now, where do you think, like, Kate Bishop goes? Because, like, they just gave her a show, and now it's like, you established her character, where does she show up next? She's getting a season two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I felt like it ended on, like, it would have worked if it was just one season, but, I mean, it made sense to have a season two, I think. So, yeah, definitely don't mind that. Because they, they alluded to that to that at D23, but they was like, we will preview other events. That's why Fantastic Four didn't get announced until the, the they will probably get announced at the next D23. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, most of their time was focusing on this phase right here, and then they will focus on the next phase at the next D23. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. the thing I'm curious about is when we actually get to hear about Spider-Man. Like, as you know, I'm I'm more hyped about that than anything. Spider-Man 4, so. And I, I feel like Sony's going to announce it probably mid-2023. But maybe sooner. There's no way it's being filmed in secret, so. Okay. Let's see. Oh, also, uh, crap. They also said, uh, what's his name? Would be joining Echo. He was, uh, let me me see what his name is. Bullseye. Bullseye will be joining Echo. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, I can answer that question. We are going to get different type of adventure teams going forward. be interesting how they, they do Echo. And I don't, yeah, I don't think we'll, I think Phase 7 is going to be entirely about X-Men. That's what I think. I, I think Phase 7 will be like Phase 4. Phase 4 it was that in-between period where they had an opportunity to kind of introduce people to new characters. I think they'll use that same tactic uh, for X-Men. I, I think that they'll introduce, um, you know, two, three, maybe even four new X-Men, like, origin stories, and then have the 
you know, have everything surrounded about the X-Men. I think that's what it'll be. But you had the first three phases were the Infinity Saga. The fourth phase was really just, I mean, it was like, what, the, it's not the multiverse saga. Phase five and six is the multiverse saga. Phase four was like the in-between period. Well, I I I put it I I put that up there because multiple Marvel uh, universes are smashing into each other. Yeah, that's how you get uh oh crap what's his name the main villain from Captain that's that's gonna be the main villain for Captain America. Oh, crap. The leader? Yeah, that's how you get the leader going into Captain America. Yeah, it's going to be funny how they explain that one. Because supposedly, like, that universe smashes into Earth 616. Well, that universe is canon to 616. Because. And also. That was the and thing. Also the Incredible the... Hulk 2008 is canon. So that's why it's just, it, it just kind of feels weird that they're going to introduce the leader again. Because it's like, we already saw him in the Incredible Hulk 2008, and it was like, that was, that that's literally in the 616 universe. So maybe it's a different, but I don't know why it would be a different one. It was just something they never really built up on, but they also, you know, recast Hulk, so it was kind of a whole mess. But yes, we will be getting multiple Avenger uh, teams. You're going to get the West Coast Avengers. Uh, It's the other one. Well, I think the young Avengers are definitely coming to the MCU. They've been building that up. It's Yeah, but it's going to be a while before they come to the screen. Yeah, it it'll it'll definitely be uh something to to look out for, but um I think that is going to be it for tonight. Jordan, final thoughts about D23 cuz I did say, I did think it was uh underwhelming and disappointing. Nothing. <laughs> All right, well, um, I'm going to call it tonight. I appreciate you guys hopping in. Episode 16, MCU Edge. We'll be back next Wednesday, as always. I'm Jake Ellenbogen. Uh, you can follow me at JK Bogan. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Jake Ellenbogen. And uh, you can catch the MCU Edge every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Later, folks. Have a great night.